During the 2018-19 campaign, Sebastian Haller, Luka Javik and Antti Riebig formed a magic triangle, which spearheaded Adi Hutter's exciting Eintracht Frankfurt side, propelling them to a seventh-place finish in the Bundesliga, while they made an impression on the Europa League 2, only missing out on a place in the Baku's final, after a dramatic semi-final loss to the eventual winners, Chelsea. Hutter's attacking blueprint, which was exacerbated by his utilization of the 3-4-1-2 formation, played into the strengths of all three talismanic forwards, who complemented each other in a telepathic manner. Between them, they scored 57 goals and got 25 assists in all competitions, earning the moves to bigger clubs in the summer of 2019. Haller joined West Ham for £45 million, Javik switched to Real Madrid for €60 million, Euros, while Rebic moved to AC Milan permanently this summer, after a year on loan at the Giuseppe Misa, with Andre Silva going the other way. The famed triangle has broken up, and the three have understandably had a degree of expectations thrust upon them by their respective fanbases, as a result of their 2018-19 form, but as individuals, they have experienced varied successes since their high-profile transfers. That season, for Die Adler, Haller scored 20 goals and made 12 assists, acting as the central target man in the attacking unit due to his height, 6'2", and powerful build. His previous manager, Nico Kovac, claimed that even a bulldozer couldn't knock him over showing his sheer power and strength. The Parisienne used his power effectively, often outmuscling the defender and bringing the ball down and laying it off to Javik or Rebic who tended to run in behind, showing that he was a target man with vision and passing ability as well as strength. During his best season, he tended to drop into a deeper role and spread the ball. His unique yet effective style of play is reflected in the 73.4% passing accuracy and 49.9% aerial duels won, the most in the Bundesliga that season, which he obtained that season, while his 3.4 ball recoveries and 1.7 interceptions every 90 minutes show that he worked hard for the Hessen land-based side and conformed to Hutter's press. Haller was hence seen as arguably the most important member of the attacking trio, due to his hold-up play and ability to bring his teammates into play. However, in the summer of 2019, when West Ham came in for the Frenchman, after missing out on their number one target Maxi Gomez of Celta Vigo, he joined Valencia, Frankfurt had no option but to let him leave Deutsche Bank Park after the Hammers bid £45 million. The transfer led to a huge degree of excitement from the West Ham fans, as at £45 million, Haller was their record signing and the sixth most expensive striker in Premier League history. The Hammers have also signed a staggering 49 forwards in the 10 years, which David Gold and David Sullivan had owned the club, most of whom had been far from successful, so for them to finally spend a huge fee on an exciting centre-forward from the continent, who could clearly score goals, was a blessing for the passionate fan base of the East London outfit. At first it looked as though the Hammers had found a more than adequate replacement for the eccentric Marco Arnatovic, as Haller scored a brilliant brace away at Watford in the third game of the season, which was built upon with another two goals and an assist in his next five games. However, as West Ham's season started to stagnate, so did Haller's, and he was clearly isolated due to his status as a lone striker. While it was hoped that Felipe Anderson and Andrew Yarmolenko would combine with him, they tended to struggle, and the Frenchman went goalless in eight games before Manuel Pellegrini was sacked at Christmas. His form didn't really improve after David Moyes' reappointment, and after Project Restart, Haller was replaced by Michel Antonio in the striker position, who hid the form of his career to steer West Ham away from relegation. Haller's season concluded with just seven goals and two assists which can be argued as due to the systems he was used in. He wasn't able to bring others into play by playing as a central pivot in an attacking front three. The Frenchman also seemed to lack the potency which he had displayed the season before and was often dominated by the Premier League's top defences. This season, Haller has acted as an understudy to Antonio, 
who has continued his good form. However, the £45 million man has shown Moyes why he should be given a chance by scoring five goals already, although four of them came in the League Cup against League One opposition. Haller's huge move has been a failure so far, and unless he can get a string of promising starts under his belt this season, it is feared that he'll be sold at a cut price next summer. However, there's still hope that the Frenchman's time in East London could become successful as he is still just 26, and due to Michel Antonio's hard-working status and injury record, it is more than likely that he'll be sidelined through injury at some point this season, which would provide Haller with a chance to step up. Furthermore, West Ham's recent signings of Gerard Bowen and Sed Ben Rama will surely complement Sebastian Haller effectively and help to improve his form. During the 2018-19 season Luka Javik acted as the jewel in Frankfurt's crown by scoring 27 goals and getting 7 assists in all competitions at the age of just 21. He was the penalty box predator of the Eintracht side who showed incredible composure and technique time after time in the Bundesliga and Europa League. The Bosnian-born Serb displayed more pace than Haller that season, but proved to be deceptively strong. He scored with 4.4 of the shots he took, showing the strength of his finishing, while he matched Cristiano Ronaldo's top speed of 21 mph. His fantastic season was highlighted by Frankfurt CEO of Sport, describing him as the talk of Europe, and in the summer of 2019, he was signed by Real Madrid for €60 million, Euros, after Eintracht made his loan from Benfica permanent for just £20 million. However, Javik endured a frustrating first season for Los Blancos, scoring just two goals in 17 La Liga appearances. The lack of game time was down to Karim Benzema's prolific form, but when he played, the Serbian international struggled with his average shots per 90 down at 0.69, from 1.67 the season before. At Frankfurt, Javik was a striker who operated in the box, but last season he was instructed to drop deeper, meaning he was less effective, got fewer shots off, and the weaknesses in his game were easily seen. At points last season even Mariano Diaz was preferred ahead of Javik, and his poor form has coincided with a number of off-the-field issues. He has spectacularly fallen out with the Serbian national team, with the head coach, Tombakovic, stating that Luka Javik's problem is Luka Javik. This was built upon when he failed to play in Serbia's game against Spain last September, after being dropped for their game against Portugal. After breaking Serbia's COVID-19 rules by returning to Belgrade during the lockdown, Javik has been on the end of public backlash from Real Madrid fans and Serbians, while the Serbian president publicly shamed the striker. Javik's fall from grace led to calls that he should be loaned out, and he was strongly linked with AC Milan, Arsenal and Manchester United during the summer transfer window, although Real Madrid chose to keep him. This season he's made two appearances, making zero goal contributions, and if he fails to turn around his form, Real Madrid will likely grant him a move, and they should be able to recoup most of the fee that they paid for him in 2019. While he still hasn't met the high standards which he set in the 2018-19 season, at 22, Javik still has the credentials to make it at the top level of European football, even if his career has experienced a downturn. On the back of a fantastic 2018 World Cup, which saw him linked with the likes of Tottenham Hotspur and Manchester United, Antti Rebic acted as a crucial pillar of Eintracht Frankfurt's attacking triumvirate in the 2018-19 season. Were under Kovac, for Eintracht, and Slako Dalek for the Croatian national side Rebic was used off the left, due to Hutter's use of wingbacks, and the emergence of Filip Kostic on Frankfurt's left flank, Rebic was used behind Haller and Javik during the 2018-19 season acting as a third striker who burst forward making runs in behind the high lines that so many Bundesliga teams favor. He tallied an impressive 10 goals and 6 assists, though his role was based on so much more than just goal contributions.
the Croat was the most athletic of the three, and against defenders he showed a frightening amount of pace and strength. This athleticism made him a lead-pressing figure, and he put pressure on the opposing pivots to start Frankfurt's defense from attack. He also recorded the second-highest speed in the Bundesliga that season, at 21.81 mph, after Hertha Berlin's Lukas Klunter. With Rebic's successes being well documented, Di Adler's board recognized that he'd be off to a bigger club soon. In order to limit the gap left behind by him and his striking compatriots, they struck a deal with AC Milan to trade Andre Silva for the Croat, in a deal which became permanent this summer. However, in his first six months in Milan, Rebic struggled for game time, playing more minutes for his national side than his club side. Luckily his fortunes changed upon the turn of the year, as he scored his first two league goals against Udinese, in a 3-2 victory on 19 January. This was backed up by a goal against Brescia in a narrow victory, and another in the Milan Derby, as well as a goal in the Coppa Italia semi-final against Juventus and another against Torino, all in the space of a month. After the lockdown, despite a rough tackle on Juventus's Danilo which saw the split-born forward sent off in the Coppa Italia semi-final second leg, Rebic continued his fine form and finished the season with a comfortable 12 goals and 5 assists, prompting the Rossoneri to exercise the €25 million Euro option to sign him permanently on a five-year deal. Rebic's fine form last season made sure Milan had an encouraging end to their Serie A campaign, and his one goal every 128 minutes highlights this. The Croat has been converted back to the left wing in Stefano Pioli's side, but this hasn't hindered him, and he shows a willingness to drift inside and go for goal. His extreme pace also allows him to make electric runs in behind the defence, providing space for the everlasting Slayton Ibrahimovic, whose Indian summer has brought Milan up to the next level in the last few months. Rebic's ability to make these runs is provided through Slayton's roaming nature, allowing Rebic to take up the central position in rotations. Therefore, of the three ex-Frankfurt forwards, Rebic has had the most successful time since moving on and could become AC Milan's frontman once Slayton finally retires. Luka Jovic, Antti Rebic and Sebastian Haller formed one of the most exciting attacking trios in world football during the 2018-19 season, but since then, all three have gone their separate ways. Haller has struggled at West Ham and could be moved on in the near future to prevent his worth stagnating, while the same applies to the still youthful Luka Jovic at Real Madrid, although both are still clearly very capable players. While Rebic struggled at first, he has now become a mainstay in an up-and-coming Milan side, showing that the three forwards have undergone differing levels of success since their big moves away from Eintracht Frankfurt's Deutsche Bank Park. Remember to follow Golia by hitting the follow button and slapping a five-star review on the show or tapping the love icon. Let's get to 1 million followers and tune in daily for new episodes.